Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this young lady back. Her name is Liz Collins. She is an award-winning investigative journalist. She's also the uh, producer of a movie called The Fall of Minneapolis. Liz, how are you? Good to see you again. I'm doing well, Joe. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm doing very well. I'm glad to have you on. I know you've been very busy. You've been traveling. We've been working on getting you on for a week or two. Um, I saw the first part of the movie, and I want to get into it in earnest in a second. But this is basically based on the book that you and I talked about probably a year or two ago, right? Yeah, uh, you were one of the brave ones to have me on about the book. Not not many did. Uh, the book was uh, They're Lying, The Media, The Left, and The Death of George Floyd. And that's where this uh, documentary really, really came from. Why are they afraid to have you on it? You're just, you're just telling the truth. Are you lying at all in the book or in the movie? Uh, no, actually, you know, it's it's been pretty pretty incredible. I think uh, we're up to four and a half million views at this point um, on on the documentary. People, you know, come come back at me with perhaps calling me names, but nobody's challenging the the facts here. And I, I think that that's kind of the the point. And a lot of this has just been kept from the public for so long, which is why we wanted to go ahead and offer it as a free film, uh, sort of no excuses, not not to see this. Um, and then you decide for yourself. Here, here are the facts. This is a lot of stuff that's been been kept from you. You should question why that is, and then decide for yourself. That's that's the job that you and I did for so long, right? I was a TV news anchor and reporter. You were, a, a, I believe, an anchor and a reporter, but at least a great investigative uh, investigative journalist. The job really relied on our paycheck, relied on just reporting the truth. What changed? Why don't we do that anymore? <laughs> Gosh, a, a great question. You know, I, I talk about with the, this incident itself, but you're right. I was a 20-year member of mainstream media but before all this. Uh, nearly 15 years I spent at the, the CBS station in Minneapolis as an anchor and reporter, but was sort of demoted and, and lost my role over all of this. But that wasn't the point. I really saw journalists turn into activists. Um, after all of this, it seemed like nobody cared about uh, the, the facts of this case or the truth. And, and, you know, we are paying the consequences to this day, Joe, no matter uh, what city you're, you're living in or are close uh, or near to, whether it's law enforcement, you know, leaving the profession. Uh, people are obviously a lot less safe than they've ever been uh, b- before. And it's all really just based on lies that can be traced back uh, right here to Minneapolis. And at any given moment, the the government, the overlords can tell police don't do anything or tell police, go do something. Tell the FBI, don't do anything. Tell the FBI, go and get the guy who was praying at the abortion clinic. I mean, it, it's bizarre old world. But let's get into this case specifically. By the way, I've been saying Chauvin. Is it Chauvin? Chauvin. It is Chauvin. Okay. It is, yep. All right. So uh, Derek Chauvin is the guy who who is now behind bars for killing the murder of George Floyd. Did, did Derek Chauvin kill George Floyd or not? You know, I, I like to say, too, that I'm, I'm a journalist in all of this, not, not a medical professional um, or police officer or anything along those lines. But but I think the, the evidence, once you see it, um, and, and again, it's been kept from you, uh, there, there's a reason for that. Uh, there is so much more to this story, Joe. This is the very first time in Minneapolis police history the body camera footage is kept from, from the public. Uh, there's a reason for that. There's an 18-minute interaction with George Floyd. 
uh, in total. Not only is it kept from the public for nearly two and a half months, so most people have never seen it, which is why we start the film out, out with just that. Uh, the jury in Derek Chauvin's case is only allowed to see about 90 seconds of that entire interaction. Keep in mind, the interaction includes uh, George Floyd talking about how he can't breathe long before Derek Chauvin arrives on scene. You right. have Thomas Lane, who calls for an ambulance 36 seconds after George Floyd asks to be laid on the ground. Um, and a very problematic problematic EMS response as well. It is uh, Liz Collin. The name of the movie is The Fall of Minneapolis. Go to thefallofminneapolis.com. You can go and watch it now. She said it's free. It's also on Rumble. It's got 4 million plus views. Um, as I'm watching this, I see the very reality of what we didn't know early on. And you talk about the body cam not being released. And, and, and again, you might not want to get into opinion with me today, but I'm going to ask you some opinionated questions anyway. Um, but, but it's all based on fact. Had they released the body cam video, I don't think there would have been one riot. Do you agree? I absolutely agree. Uh, to this day, I, I think that this didn't have to happen if our leaders just just told the truth. Um, you know, they you see police uh, agencies all across the country do this, where they go sort of frame by frame with the public as to, to what transpires on, on body camera footage. That didn't happen here. I think it didn't match the very dangerous and divisive narrative they were pushing down our throats that the media helped to, to peddle also without asking any questions here. And I, I was close to the case, uh, obviously being married uh, to a, a former Minneapolis uh, police officer. Right. But also I wanted to give a voice to these cops. You know, they were served up to the angry mob surrendering the, the third precinct uh, and these officers in, in prison and their families um, because we haven't heard from from them before. It's Liz Collin, the producer of The Fall of Minneapolis. She's also the reporter in the movie, uh, asking questions that you want answers to. When I saw this, I watched the entire interaction today with George Floyd from start to finish. First of all, a huge guy. A guy 6'6", 220, 240 pounds, whatever he is. Uh, he's a guy who obviously, now we know from the medical examiner's report, is on something. And he tried to allegedly pass a phony bill. Uh, some sort of a fake uh, $20 bill or something like that. The police show up and he won't, he won't listen to them. And he just won't won't even show him uh, show them his hands. That escalates things very quickly. But you're right. We never had any idea that he starts complaining about not being able to breathe way early on. I don't even know if he was in handcuffs yet when he started complaining about it. But the one thing that jumps out at me is he's talking about how he's claustrophobic in the back of the police car. And I've jumped around very quickly. I want people to go and watch this and see it actually happen in real time. You got all the body cam footage in there. But he says he's claustrophobic when he was just in a car. They took him out of a car. So there's something else going on with the guy physically or mentally at that moment. And you're right. They say, let's go to the ground. He says, yeah, 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 let's go to the ground. And then he ends up expiring on the ground. And as you said, a little over 30 seconds after they get him on the ground, they see he's in distress for some reason and they call an EMS. So all of that is not released. All of that is not known. And they've sanctified this guy. He is the, the Lord and Savior George Floyd in Minneapolis. Liz, through this movie, are you going to change some hearts and minds or are people still on very, very separate sides on this? I live in a world now, Joe, that I think it's very hard for people to admit that they're wrong. But I will say that I have received a lot of feedback, uh, whether on social media or, or through email, and, and people have admitted uh, they even took part in protests uh, over over all of this. I received some emails and say how how they just were sort of disgusted by their behavior because they felt that if they you know were presented with the facts right away. Uh, that, that wouldn't have been been the case. Again, you have a black officer arresting George Floyd and Alex King, who's now behind bars for three more years here. Uh, but this is we're led to believe this is, you know, all about racism, et cetera. And, you know, you use that that murder title a lot here. And we really wanted to go into the medical evidence uh, with some experts as well as to what that autopsy really showed and how it kind of changed over the course 
uh, of a week. And we also bring up the involvement of the FBI that many people haven't talked about uh, before either. So there's a lot here uh, in this film, more than uh, an hour and a half, about an hour and 45 minutes. Uh, but again, free free for people to watch. The Fall of Minneapolis.com or find it on Rumble. It is Liz Collins. She's the producer of the movie. And the research was amazing. W- what did we find out for the medical examiner's report? And and. I haven't gotten all the way through the movie yet, so this may be in there. Wasn't there something a couple of months ago where there was a, a, a case, a civil case, completely disconnected from George Floyd and Derek Chauvin that actually showed the medical examiner was telling somebody in the office, uh, we have to be very careful with what we say here. Yeah, I had I had some wonderful help from the director and writer here. Uh, Dr. J.C. Shea is his name, who's done a, an amazing mo- amount of research on all of this. But yeah, these were some depositions that were just recently made made public uh, this summer in a, another case where you have uh, the prosecutors in Hennepin County reach out to uh, Dr. Andrew Baker, the Hennepin County medical examiner, to, to go ahead and do George Floyd's autopsy, who comes back within 12 hours and says, you know, what if this doesn't match uh, the, the narrative that the public has already decided on? And he said, this is the kind of case that ends careers. Uh, so you can see very early on uh, the influence that this is this is having. In fact, uh, this is the same time that uh, the two Hennepin County uh, prosecutors who were tasked with charging uh, the three other officers withdrew from the case because they did not feel comfortable uh, charging the three other cops here. And they went ahead and basically took themselves off the case. Is this, and this is when you have the Attorney General of Minnesota, uh, Keith Ellison, swoop in and take over uh, the prosecution uh, against all four officers. And Keith Ellison, of course, an Antifa fan. He's a far left-wing progressive. He's an anti-American you know, American values guy in many ways. So I'm not surprised that he did that. Uh, having said that, I didn't know it was 12 hours. So they knew within 12 hours that he had a lot of fentanyl in his body. And with the increased adrenaline from the police contact, that interaction could have, in fact, been, been a major factor, if not the factor, in why he died. Liz, had they released that, and again, this is speculative, but had they released that, don't the, the riots all stop? Hey, yeah, the guy was full this, of drugs. I mean, this is before buildings burn uh, in Minneapolis. Anybody dies in, in the rioting here, which happened as well. And obviously the match was struck here and, and spread across the country. But yeah, 12, 12 hours later, we find that George Floyd has three times the lethal limit of fentanyl in his system, methamphetamine. Uh, he has 75% blockage in an artery to his heart, recovered from, from COVID, as you mentioned. He also has a, a tumor that many say uh, required more, more testing. Uh, so there is so much here. So then why are there these sort of backdoor meetings with prosecutors that go on for days on end? And this is all public documentation uh, in the film and in, and in the book where you see sort of this changing narrative. And then the autopsy, uh, the official autopsy from Hennepin County is released on the same day mysteriously as what they call an independent autopsy. Uh, this is what the media peddles th- this uh, as, but right. it is in fact a, an autopsy review conducted by uh, a couple medical examiners that were bought and paid for by George Floyd's family. Unbelievable. It's Liz Collin. The Fall of Minneapolis is the name of the movie. Go to thefallofminneapolis.com or go look for it on Rumble and go take this movie in. You've talked to Derek Chauvin several times, right? Yes. Yep. We did. We did for the film and, and we're still in touch. Yep. Have, have you talked to him since he was stabbed? You know, he has very little communication. I've, I've spoken to his family several times uh, as he's reached out out to them. But but really, the extent of his injuries aren't known at, at this point, Joe, as far as his family, because they haven't been able to, to see him. We oh. do know, of course, he's you know walking and talking, but they just feel you know even lucky that, that he's alive after surviving that prison attack. It was nine days after we released the documentary that this happened. A lot of questions, obviously, there, but surviving 22 uh, stab wounds in all. From a guy who used to be an FBI informant. That's correct. And, That's the and, allegation. I mean, 
and he says he did it on uh, Black Friday, uh, you know, to honor Black Lives Matter. Again, so many so many questions here, and this guy only had three years left yeah. uh, of his his prison sentence, and I guess decided to to do this. He says. It is uh, Liz Collin, the producer of The Fall of Minneapolis. Go to thefallofminneapolis.com. Derek Chauvin, in my non-legal opinion, should be getting an appeal, and and that appeal should happen very quickly simply because, uh, from what I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong here, the Minneapolis police did train people to do exactly what he did. You put your knee in the upper back of somebody. I don't know that his knee was anywhere near the guy's neck. Um, but but that there was actually pictures uh, from training that showed that very move, right? Yeah, not only that, um, there's in the body camera footage itself, the, the officers are referencing uh, this MRT, this maximal restraint technique. But that uh, is not actually allowed in the trial at all. That training slide was not allowed by uh, Judge Cahill in, in this case. Uh, but every uh, officer I talked to, uh, more than a dozen for the film itself, they all say uh, they were trained in, in MRT. And this dates back decades within the Minneapolis uh, Police Department. But you have the chief take the stand on under oath, you have the head of training uh, who is on the stand and under oath, obviously, as well, who says this is not a part of police police policy and, and training. So uh, you have recently the U.S. Supreme Court that came back and denied an appeal for Derek Chauvin that happened about four days after we, we released the, the film. But I know that uh, his team of attorneys are working on some other legal avenues as well, because there certainly does seem like there's a lot more here. Well, the, the medical examiner's report should should be a, a, that should get the appeal on that alone. The training exercise again that that should be uh, an appeal on its own. The eighteen minutes of interaction should be the appeal on its own. I don't understand why they wouldn't. Liz, is there an overtone here that we better not because we're going to have twenty twenty all over again? You know, uh, you would think three years later uh, that that I, I think a lot of people have, you know, sort of uh, been waking up through through all of this. But I do also think there is a, a great fear, uh, you know, surrounding surrounding this. The mob sort of ruled the day in, in Minneapolis, in Minnesota and and elsewhere, um, in, including Derek Chauvin's trial. Let's not forget this jury is not sequestered. They're basically paraded in and out of the Hennepin County Courthouse each day as National Guard soldiers are. Uh, there and you know barbed wire is all around the building. Obviously, that sends a certain message uh, to to them. So there seems to be a bit of you know ostrich syndrome here. Just sort of stick your head in the sand. Uh, but I don't think that you know things really get better unless the truth is told here uh, as to what as to what happened. Because I'm not sure how cops can really do their job when you look at a case like this. Um, and 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 also what this says really about the justice system in our, in our country at the moment. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. It's based on her book. They're lying. The media, the left, and the death of George Floyd. It's called The Fall of Minneapolis. It's a movie. Go there and watch it right now. TheFallofMinneapolis.com is Liz Collins. She produced it. Just in the last couple of minutes I have left here, Liz, uh, if you don't mind, tell my audience what the police officers were told as they saw looting and rioting and burning things down. They were sent to the scene, but told to do what? Uh, nothing. Uh, essentially, they, they couldn't Observe. wear their, their riot gear, report and, and reserve is what they're they're told. And so you have a, a police department in Minneapolis, Joe, that went from nearly 900 police officers at the beginning of May of 2020. It's down to barely 500 at this point after all of this. But these officers, even three years later, are very emotional telling th- this story, I think, for, for good reason. Uh, again, basically served up to the mob as they're being pelted with rocks and bottles, some lost their their teeth. They're talking about these injuries that are really horrific. And then, you know, their workplace, their the third precinct is is basically uh, torched, uh, and all you know their belongings are are toppled. And and to this day, that that building just uh, sits there 
as as it was th- three years ago. How many businesses were lost? Wait, was it 300? Uh, it was 1,500 businesses 1500? either damaged or destroyed um, in, in the riots in Minneapolis alone. Would people, why, why would people want to rebuild there knowing this can happen? Exactly. Are they rebuilding? Uh, some have. Uh, many more have closed in the, in the wake of all of this. There's a reason, you know, we, we did call the movie The Fall of Minneapolis yeah. uh, because it really did fall um, after all of this in, in so many ways. Many parts of the city are, are just unrecognizable after what was, was allowed uh, to happen. Is George Floyd, George Floyd Center or Square, is that really an autonomous zone? Somebody called and told me it was an autonomous zone that police can't even go in there. Is that true? Well, interestingly enough, um, they are now suing that area, uh, 38th and in Chicago, is suing the city uh, for a lack of police presence. Oh, come um, on. You, you really can't even make this up at this point, Joe. But, yeah, we, we report on a lot of a lot of this. Uh, where, where I am now, it's uh, Alpha News in, in Minnesota, but we're alphanews.org. It's it's almost uh, endless material, and it's sad. I mean, but but again, I think that the truth needs needs to come out and needs to be told. Are the people of Minneapolis so fed up that they'll ever overturn that uh, that city council and put some more conservative minds in there? I know that the city council wanted to defund the police and they're happy with, with fewer police officers. Then they complain that there's too much crime and why aren't police showing up? To, I mean, you can't have people who have no common sense running your city. Yeah, one would think uh, many people, of course, have, have left Minneapolis and Hennepin County altogether. All but yeah. you had a lot of uh, these voters almost double down. Uh, Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry was reelected in the wake of all of this. But you also have city council members. I think there's four of them now on the council that are self-proclaimed socialists. Um, so they've even gone even more to to the left. But uh, but you're right. I think unless voting changes, I, I don't know how this uh, will, will turn around either. Liz Collin, go and check out the fallofminneapolis.com, the fallofminneapolis.com. See this movie. You're going to get a real education, things you were not told by the media back in the day. Liz, thanks a million for doing this, and come back again soon, would you? Absolutely. Thank you, Joe, for having me. You bet. I appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Glad to have Liz Collin on. Uh, I know it's, it, it's a knee-jerk reaction to say Collins. It's not. It's Collin. There is no S at the end. Go and follow her over on uh, Twitter or X. And go and see this movie, TheFallOfMinneapolis.com. TheFallOfMinneapolis.com. It's also up on Rumble. It is free. You would think, well, they're going to charge a bunch of money for that. No, it's free. You can go and see this information. And, and I saw the first part of it. And it's second by second, minute by minute, the interaction between George Floyd and the police. And you see the whole thing un- unfold. And then you also see George Floyd's police record. You also see video and body cam of a previous police contact with George Floyd where he did a lot of the same things. So go and check it out. The fall of Minneapolis.com, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.